podcaster. I hardly know her. <laughs> uh, hey guys, my name is Megan Bryant, and this is the I Hardly Know Her podcast. I'm an entrepreneur, a single mom of four young kids. I'm a comedian, an improv trainer, and an award-winning author. As I've been going through life, I've learned how much I love to share my stories, listen to others share their stories, and find connections of cool people doing cool things all around me every day. This is a podcast where I'm going to be all over the board. Personal growth, professional strategies, and my perspective and experiences on a lot of different topics. So join me, Megan Bryant, and let's keep in mind that we don't have to be a big deal to do big things. It's episode 22. Oh, yeah, yeah. 22 just happens to be my lucky number. My birthday is on February 22nd, which is 222. And I've just always loved that number ever since I was young. And I decided it needed to be lucky. We all need something to cling to for luck, right? So this episode is a list of 22 things that make me happy, that make me smile, that make me feel delighted to be alive. And I think that we all need to occasionally take inventory, or not occasionally, often take inventory of the things that rock our world um, in a good way so that when our world is a rockin', we know that there's stuff that is totally um, worth the challenges. So here we go. In no particular order, I want to emphasize that as I started making my list, I was like, boy, I don't know if I should prioritize these or not, and it's obviously way too hard. I'm going to kick it off, though, with one that's very obvious. Number one, my kids, uh, they are awesome. I mean, all of it, all my offspring, the way that I get to interact with them, teaching my little ones teamwork and how to play and learning that they love to do things differently, watching their individual personalities take shape, seeing the things that they're drawn to, the types of clothes they like to wear, the just the things that are that make them uniquely them. Ah, oh, they get me out of bed in the morning, you know, cuz that's what kids do. Uh so they really are inspiring to me um to work hard and to be uh, as good of a person as I possibly can be. Number two, Jesus. I am a Jesus lover. I'm a Christian woman. And the way that I have uh, grown to believe in this savior figure has really become um, something that I, I think about often, uh, every day at least. Just the, the wonderful magnitude that I feel in my heart for um, there to be a greater purpose to this mortal experience and um, helping to keep my love for myself and for people that I um, see all around me in the world, uh, both you know immediate in-person relations and just, just the fact that there are just so many people that exist on the planet, um, having a true love for people and humanity and that all roots from my genuine um, love and appreciation for my own savior. Number three, improv. There's a shocker. Improv to me, guys, helps activate all the other things that I believe to be true and good in the world. It keeps me um, moving forward um, through the good, the bad, and the whatever. It makes my highs extra high, and it helps me get through my lows even quicker. Um, I love the mental mind shift that it has in allowing me to be creative and allowing me to really have my finger on the pulse of human connection that I'm like obsessed with. So, of course, improv is on my list. And number four... Jalapeno cheddar dip. I would like to give a shout out to Frito Lay, the whoever created this 
uh, bright orange, pasty, a little aluminum can of jalapeno cheddar dip. This has been a favorite treat of mine since I was a teenager. I have probably consumed uh, enough to fill a swimming pool. And if there ever was a swimming pool full of it, I would love to jump into it and just sink slowly away into oblivion. So, <laughs> oh, I love it. Number five, laughter. Who doesn't like laughter? I have yet to find someone who doesn't like it, although there are some grumpy, grumpy, grumpy dump dumps uh, in the world around us. My personal feelings towards laughter are just that it is so necessary. I love it. I love laughing and feeling that immediate release uh, and that positive energy. And I'll be honest, there's been times in my life where the explosion of laughter uh, also erupts into kind of an uncontrollable laugh cry uh, scenario that is probably pretty awkward for people to see. Uh, it happens when, uh, you know, when life is just like ultra deluxe lifey. Uh, and I, lo- I just, I love it. I love it for so many reasons. Number six, friends. Mm, some of my closest friends have seen that aforementioned, uh, really awkward laugh cry scenario. <laughs> Uh, friends are amazing, and to me, it is a very broad term. Of course, I have um, close-knit friends, ones that have been through the thick and the thin and all the things, um, who have loved me fiercely, even when I have been a wreck and I've made uh, bad choices and different things. And I have friends, I really just consider myself uh, a friend to anyone that needs a friend. And I find myself referring to people as like, hey, this is my friend so-and-so, this is my friend so-and-so. And then people will go, oh, where do you know them from? And it's like, I maybe just met them randomly at one event and I just, I like to stay connected to people. To me, I just feel like friendship can and should be everywhere. And I, I, I love just the energy of of having people to rely on and being that for someone else. And so that obviously could be a whole episode of its own. Um, and I'm grateful for the ones that have really just been by my side, um, for many, many years and all the different capacities that friendship, uh, is represented in my life. Number seven is journaling. I love journaling. I used to keep little diaries when I was a kid and it had stupid things like, um, what I ate that day, or like I would actually fill out the page and be like, nothing much happened today. Okay, bye. And it's like, okay, well, I didn't really document a whole lot. Um, and I still journal today. I do it in a couple of different capacities, one of which is in an actual journal where I write things down. Um, I used to journal a lot when I was at church on Sundays, so I have to find other times to do it. I put a lot of different types of things. Obviously, I share stories and things I want to remember, things that the kids have done, things that I'm proud of. Um, some of the pages have like manifestation pages of things that I hope that will someday, someday be true for me. Um, and kind of envision myself of where I want to be. Uh, other times the journal pages are kind of sparsely written throughout my task notebooks because I always have a notebook in my hand with things that I'm working on. And sometimes if something comes to mind, then I just sort of catalog things as I go. There also was a point in time when I had a like corporate job and I had my, um, calendar, my, you know, when we used to carry around like Franklin planners, cup Franklin Covey was how those things were called. And I would keep those. Actually, I have a whole stack of those in a box somewhere um, that is sort of like a journal in itself where it would have my um, travel schedule for work and different things so I can remember where I went, what type of activities I was working on, which clients I was working for, and all that type of stuff. And also, obviously, in modern day, I feel like this podcast is just like a verbal journal, and so it's kind of fun. Number eight, sequence. 
Hmm. I have always loved things that sparkle. I love bright colors. I love bold patterns. I uh, didn't always feel comfortable wearing them, and now I'm obsessed, whether it is earrings that are super sparkly or um, pants or sneakers or tops. I have all sorts of things with sequins. I love there to be sparkle, and I used to think it had to be a special occasion, and then I didn't have enough quote unquote special occasions. And so I just started wearing the things that make me feel excited to be alive all the time. And sequins is one of those things, even though my long wavy curly hair gets tangled in sequins shirts uh, and it's challenging. (laughs) I just love... I love the glitter and sparkle because that's how I feel like I want to move through the world is is just um, light and sparkly. Number nine, sneakers. Ah, sneakers. I love sneakers. I don't know. That's about where it goes. I have a whole lot of different types of sneakers. Um, I've learned which ones I really like, which ones um, really speak my language and make me feel like I can just jump around a lot, especially when I'm like teaching improv workshops and stuff and probably sometimes uh, when I'm in corporate um, environments. And actually, yes, now that I think about it, uh, many times when I've been on stage, I like to kick a lot when I'm like talking. And so, I don't know, having sneakers on instead of wearing heels and stuff is just a wonderful feeling. I always loved changing into sneakers or slippers or whatever when I got home from work because for many years I worked in retail banking where I wore heels a lot and I loved I loved that feminine feel of heels uh, yet nothing can beat the just uh, bouncy peppiness I feel in sneakers. Number 10, stretchy denim. This has become my good friend. I love jeans. I have gone through a lot of different sizes of jeans of having babies and losing baby weight and then regaining baby weight and all the different things. And finding a pair of skinny jeans that were stretchy was like, what? I didn't even, I guess I didn't even really think about the fact that that was it. I thought I had to just be actually really super skinny to get into them. Um, and, and then like, how do you move and bend and stuff? And stretchy denim is just so delicious. It just makes me feel so like, like in number nine, ready to kick. Number 11, forgiveness. This is one of my favorite things. Uh, and this will probably be its own episode at some point. One of the reasons I love it the most is because it is so relieving Um, forgiving others and being the recipient of forgiveness. So anytime I have had an opportunity to apologize, that is kind of a a nice shift of energy to be able to like really own up to something and express your sorrow and apology when you recognize that you might've done something that has hurt someone. So the times that I have done that in the past and I have actually received forgiveness it is um, just about the most buttery feeling you can have in your soul. And, um, and so I, I never look to hold grudges. I forgive quickly. Uh, and I always hope to have that in return. And I just think forgiveness is amazing and beautiful for the world. Number 12, coffee. I know what some of you are thinking. How did I not say this immediately at the top of the list? Um, it has taught me so many lessons. Not only is it delicious to the taste, and I love it. I actually really do like coffee. I do like the, you know, the foo-foo-y flavors too, and it's totally pumpkin spice season. Um, I love 
the surge of energy it gives me. I, and yeah, I love the taste. I really, nothing beats the taste of that first sip of coffee in the morning for me when I'm getting the day rolling. Um, and I don't drink a ton. I drink usually one mug, sometimes two in a day anymore. And yeah, I just love it. I'll just be sipping out of the same mug like all day long. And here's the thing though. This is one of those, uh, those topics that has been uh, really vital in the way that I look at what matters in life. Because you're not supposed to drink coffee, supposedly, according to the Word of Wisdom, which is a health guideline um, through, that's the very short version, or what you call it, sort of like a health guideline through the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And I used to drink coffee. I started drinking it when I was working in that retail banking job I mentioned earlier. And I would I would drink it, and people would look down on me. Oh, I thought you were Mormon. Like, I was being judged left and right from people in and out of the church because of drinking coffee. I was also restricted from being able to go to the temple at some points in my life um, because I was drinking coffee. There was nothing else going wrong in my life in some of these cases. It was that I was drinking coffee and quote unquote breaking the word of wisdom that I was not able to go in and participate in um, those very spiritual and empowering um, experiences that I used to, well, whatever, I still love them, but I don't have a temple recommend right now. So I think it's interesting to see that There was a lot of times in my life where there were such heavy things going on, huge trials and things that I was navigating through, and I could not believe. I was just like, get over the freaking coffee. There's way more to worry about in life than freaking coffee. And it was always that I was getting looked down the noses of people that would drink tons of other crap, Diet Coke and, and Dr. Pepper and cases of Mountain Dew. And that stuff is freaking packed with sugar and caffeine and whatever. And I'm like, get off my freaking case about the coffee. Number 13, music. Oh, music, 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 music. In general, this is a very broad one. Um, I love how music is very constant in my life. Um, musical scores, like from motion pictures, I will listen to stuff like that when I'm writing is super helpful for me. I love the way that music can just add so much to storytelling. Um, like when you're watching a movie and you hear the music, so much of it is the moods are shifted and, and what you're supposed to be experiencing is, is enhanced by the music that's playing and, and they will resonate in such a way that gives you the, the all over goosebumps and, and those feelings. Um, I just love it. And I love to sing and I love to whistle and I like to, I wish I could play musical instruments better than I can. Um, I love to just um, listen to all different types of music depending on what my mood is. And I love that you can shift your energy and you can wallow in some grumpy moods if you want to listen to sad songs or you can listen to upbeat stuff while you're out running or whatever it is. There's just such a, an amount of versatility, and I love it. There's, there's so many genres. Um, yeah, it's, I feel like there's so much more that I would want to say on music. Oh, I would say this. There was a time, there's been a couple of times in my life, um, because music is something that like really can connect um, to memories for me and, and, um, and put me right back into certain places if I hear a certain song. And so there's been a couple of times in my life where I would not even listen to music because I was so upset about something that I didn't want to hear a song later by accident and be taken back to that yucko space. <laughs> and so 
oh, right now I live in a, in a space and a state of mind that there's nothing burdening me down in any way that um, I have to run away from my favorite thing um, that fills my home and my ears and my car and everything with just uh, sweet beats and sweeping, sweeping, awesome musicalness. Number 14, family. I mentioned my own kids. That's a no-brainer. My family, I come from uh, a large family, and I love them so much. I have been, been greatly blessed with family who is loving and accepting and patient. Um, we all get along. We get together at least once a month for family potluck. Everyone lives within about 30 minutes of each other. And I have some family members that have, like my sister and my mom, are examples of people who, like, they just, they constantly serve, serve, serve. They come to my rescue with babysitting um, and just a lot of other types of support, uh, like countless hours of, of them serving me over the years. And other family members, like people that come to my shows and my older brother that even got me into improv and my, both my parents are just wildly supportive and, um, and, and helping me navigate life and, and, and way beyond the extended family, my family of uh, my biological daughter who was placed for adoption and her family, they feel just as, as close to me um, as my own, my own family. So I love it. I love family. Number 15, social media. There's parts of it that I used to really, really, really hate. And then I learned to not allow myself to engage in it in the ways that make me hate it. So I actually really love it. I love that simple way to connect with people that I haven't seen in person for a long time, to be able to be creative with how I can market my own business projects and filling my classes for workshops. A large amount of people that come to my events come because they saw it on Facebook or Instagram, which is pretty cool. And so I just, I think it's a really powerful tool. I like to um, interact with people and brands and all sorts of things. I think it kind of levels the playing field, especially in places, especially in places like Twitter and, and well, that's probably one of that. And on Instagram and stuff, I'm trying to think of which ones I've actually interacted like with a brand and then they interact back and I've been given cool stuff like gift certificates and different things before, um, by interacting with brands and, and products. And I just think it's really cool. Number 16, checking a little box when I've completed a task. Mm, That's one of my favorite things. I've mentioned my notebooks multiple times. It is how I get things done. Uh, If there is a task that needs to be done with any particular project or goal, there is a little box that gets drawn next to said task. So then when I'm done, I get to put a big old juicy X right in it. And I love that. I love being able to turn pages, looking through the past and seeing how much I got done. And it's even more important to me now because sometimes I just am like, oh, I don't feel like I'm pacing the way that I wish I was with so many things. And so still being able to look and see the progress that I'm making, um, it makes me feel so good. And yes, I am totally that type of person that if I do something that was not actually on a list at some point, I will then write the thing on the list and draw the box so I can check it off. Oh, it's insane. Number 17, my Jeep. I'm a Jeep lover. I have a bright orange Jeep Wrangler and it is like an extension of my person. I just love it so much. His name is Jeff. Uh, You would have heard about him in episode two, Beep Beep, I'm a Jeep, if you have been listening to my podcast since uh, it started a while back. Number 18, vacuuming. 
Anybody else out there big fans of vacuuming? I love it. I just love it. I love the loud hum of the vacuum. I love listening to the little clickety-clackety-clack-clack of um, chip crumbs and small toys and things just being sucked in and I never have to think about them again. (laughs) I love the look of a carpet with freshly vacuumed lines. Um, It's just soothing and and helps me to calm down if I'm ever (laughs) like... Not even necessarily like in a bad mood, but if I'm just like, if I have a lot of energy and I don't know what to channel it with, sometimes vacuuming helps me just to go, "Mm, yeah, step into just like a Zen moment. Similarly to Zen moments, number 19 is massages. I love getting massages. My love language, my top love, well, one of my top two, my top one and two are physical touch and words of affirmation. They're like neck and neck. So massages for me are something that are really just comforting. They are a priority on self-care. I really try to make sure to budget them in my, uh, at the moment, meager budget. And I have been super, super blessed by people who love and care about me that gift me massages, gift certificates, or I can refer people and earn some. And um, I just love it. It helps me, again, to just like zen out, to sort of take a moment to respect and honor my body and how hard it works and how much it's capable of and to sort of channel my thoughts in a healthy way. Uh, Massages are awesome to me in in that regard. Number 20 is poetry. I love poetry. I am a woman of many, 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 many words, as you're learning. And poetry, for me, sometimes I like to write a poem about something just to put a lot of words into something that is a little bit more fun to digest instead of just like all these paragraphs. I love rhyming. I love wordplay. I love seeing how much I can say in a smaller framework. Um, similarly to comedy where like you might flush out a whole joke and then you want to remove any unnecessary words so you can say what you need to in as as quickly as possible in as few of words as possible poetry to me just kind of smoothly paints pictures in a in a way that is delightful to read and have a fun or punchy um, or buttery flow like I love I just love words. I love how they can dance and tell stories in so many different ways. Number 21, getting my hair brushed. This does not happen often. When it does, I savor it. I especially love where I have this huge cowlick in the back of my hair, like on the back left side of my head. Um, After day one and two, uh, and when I'm starting to get into my um, dry shampoo days, there's this insane cowlick on the back of my head. It's like three inches long where my hair will crease and just like this super deep part and it spreads either way. So I have to like really mess with it and tease it to get that kind of closed back up when I'm getting ready. Um, and so when like my hair is getting brushed or combed and I can feel it going against that cowlick, it's like, oh, just, yeah. So good. Number 22, nail polish. I love it. I love bright colors, as we know. And for me, it is just a nice little easy treat to do something fun for myself. And 
that's the 22nd item. Here's the thing. Of course, as I started doing this list, um, then it just kept going and going. And so there's other things that are not going to um, be talked about on this episode. But I loved that time of making this list and seeing how much further it kept going and how there really are so many things that just make me so happy and make, um, you know, super simple things and just um, they are awesome. It doesn't make them not important. It is because of those little things that are that life can be super rad. So what are some of the things that you love? I hope that you might take a minute um, and think about the things that just make you smile or that make you chuckle or that make you go, oh yeah, that's really cool. Um, so maybe you thought of something as I was uh, rattling through my list here. Maybe you liked, liked or loved some of the things that I already said. Maybe one of the things I said spurred something else. And I just hope that you are thinking about it. Take a moment to just really love that thing and make, make a list, check it twice. Don't forget to look for the things that are awesome in life. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to the I Hardly Know Her podcast. Follow all my shenanigans at meetmeganbryant.com. And remember, we don't have to be a big deal to do big things. <laughs>